Welcome to Extreme Encounters. My name is Prophet Graham Stanley. Today I want to speak to you on the subject of Revelation. Galatians chapter 1 and verse 11 and for those that are interested, I'll be reading out of the American, New American Standard Bible. Galatians 1, verse 11. For I would have you know, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former manner of life in Judaism, how I used to persecute the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it and I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries among my countrymen being more extremely zealous for my ancestral traditions but when God who had sent me, set me apart, even from my mother's womb, and called me through his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me, so that I might preach him among the Gentiles. I did not immediately consult with flesh and did not immediately consult with fresh and blood. Galatians chapter 1 and verse 12 is my text. But I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. The first purpose of revelation is to point you to Jesus. That is the key aspect of revelation is to point you to Jesus and in turn to the Word. That is your base. That is how you measure what you are hearing or what you are seeing. Or what you are sensing in your spirit. That not only goes for revelation, but for every aspect of your believer's lifestyle. If anything, whether it's revelation, whether it's a visitation, whatever it may be, if it takes you away or separates you from the realities of the word, 
from the realities of who Jesus is, then it's not from God. Then it's something else that is trying to, because you have to understand this. One of the main purposes of the devil is to separate you from the word. So if you're in a situation and people are talking and telling you things, but what they're telling you doesn't line up with what you know in your spirit, that baseline, don't follow after it. There's a lot of times when people will come with flowery speeches and say things and demonstrate signs that we think is from God, but they're deceived. Because what they are trying to do with those things is lead you away to follow after them. You have a certain knowing on the inside of you that if you will tune your spiritual ears to and your senses to, you will pick up when something is right and wrong and will not be led away by what people say or by superficial things. You have to be sensitive to what's on the inside of you because that's where the key to your success and your furtherance as a believer starts is being sensitive to what's on the inside of you because that's where God reveals his purposes and plans to you. Paul's issue with the Galatian church was that they got revelation but now we're going back and mixing it with what they knew before. There's a lot of th times that we get a revelation about things out of the word. But if we don't keep that revelation central and focal to our our lives and use that as the baseline like I said we will begin to add other things to that revelation until eventually we move off the revelation and we move into something that might sound wonderful might be wonderful but it's not what God is saying so we have to be careful of that 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 1 and 2 Now I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, in which you also stand. Notice that? In which you also, you received it, now you're standing in it. Notice it says standing. So that implies that you have a foundation in the revelation. By which also you are saved. So that gospel, here's the key. This is what we are talking about. That gospel, 
which was able to save you is the same gospel that you should judge and measure everything by. It's the same gospel. The gospel that's got you saved is the gospel that you measure every other experience that you have by. Because that's how you build a foundation. That is how you stand firm and not tossed this way and that way by whatever else is going on. Many times I've sat in a meeting and people have been excited. I mean, I sat in meeting with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people and they're all jumping up and down. Woo, this is great. This is new. This is exciting. I mean, I was in a meeting, was supposed to be a prophetic apostolic meeting and it was the weirdest, craziest thing I'd seen. And I'd seen everything happening there except what was in the Word. But it was all under the banner of prophetic. And you've got to be careful of that because prophetic ministry gets hijacked by a lot of weirdos and freaks and all other kinds of characters that want to attach them. Because it's a revelationary ministry, it is easy to hijack and lead people astray using that because they will use the revelationary gifts to mislead you. Understand that. They have the power to use revelationary gifts to mislead you. It sounds right, but the direction is wrong. And I sat in this meeting and a lot of weird and wonderful things was happening. And one of the things that I actually questioned them about and they told me that i got to get an a revelation of this because I actually until I do I will not understand what they're doing they had a row of chairs in front that were empty and in those chairs on those chairs were the names of the prophets of the Old Testament I kid you not who were supposed to be attending this conference every night and that was the seat of honor for those prophets and I thought but this is crazy but these people were all excited about the fact that the prophets were sitting in the front row the chairs were empty but they were led astray by somebody that had captivated them and used revelationary powers to seduce them into believing something that wasn't real so you have to be very, especially, especially if you're flowing in the prophetic. There's a lot of goofballs that attach themselves and call themselves prophets that tell you they've had these wonderful experiences and it's all fine and dandy. You must just follow them. But if you look at them, I look at them. I don't listen to what they say. If they tell me they had 20 days of visitations from angels and Jesus appeared to them and so forth and so forth, I look for the fruits of them. I look for the outflowing of that. Because I know of people that have had visitation from heaven or have been to heaven. And when they came back, you knew something happened to them. It changed them from the inside out and there was a flow of the glory of God on their lives that you knew, you knew. This is not talk. This guy knows what the very, very first time I saw um, Kenneth Hagen, the old man, at a conference, the very first, I was a new Christian. 
and I was at a conference, faith conference, and there was a lot of wonderful speakers. But the day, that night, when Kenneth E. Hagen walked on the platform, the glory of God was all over him. His whole body shone. When he walked out on the platform, I knew that I knew that I knew this man had been with God. He knew who God was. That was the revelation I got. That is what you need to know. Don't just follow after things because it sounds wonderful and it's all, you know, and half a dozen other people are telling you how awesome this is and they're having these experiences and stuff. Look at the fruit of those experiences. If there's no fruit, if nothing is happening, then that's all in their heads. Or they're being led astray by fake revolution, revolution, fake revelatory gifts. So you have to be very, very careful. It is the revelation of Jesus in your life that is able to establish you and cause you not to be moved by opinions. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to revelation of the mystery which has been kept secret from long past, ago past, There has to be a consistency. It has to be something that has been preached through the word on a consistent basis. Having revelation without wisdom is like a car without a steering wheel. Wisdom is the ability to use what you know in an intelligent manner. Ephesians chapter 1 and Verse 17. But the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him. Not only does God want you to know how He operates, how His kingdom operates, what's going on in the kingdom, how that kingdom relates to your life, but He wants you to know how to wisely or how to operate within that kingdom realm. It's wonderful to have revelation. But if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to be like a blind man running around in the dark. Revelation uncovers your eyes and brings light to the word and shows you how wisdom shows you how to operate in that revelation. Blessings. Love you lots. See you again.